Well, here we go again. As we expected, we've been waiting for the World Health Organization to come up with their latest document on implementation of the vaccine passports around the world. They have been working with, guess who? Bill Gates and his foundation. The whole thing is now completely planned. I've been waiting, I was waiting until yesterday, earlier today, uh, for the actual document. So I've got the document, I've read it for you. I'm going to show you the key areas of this idiotic thing that they came up with. They, they call it digital documentation of COVID certificates, vaccination status. But this is all part of the agenda of the globalist movement of making sure everything is centralized. Do you know how I know this? Justin Trudeau said that earlier. What we learnt from this climate, this uh, COVID crisis, we will be applying to the climate crisis, to the housing crisis, to reconciliation to making sure that everyone has good jobs and careers that carry them through and create opportunities for them. Yes, let's use any crisis to centralize even more. So welcome to today's show, guys. I'm going to give you uh, the overview of this document that was uh, written and then sent around the governments around the world on the 27th of August, so four days ago. And uh, as I said, uh, it was, this is partly funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And of course, also, governments of Estonia, the state of Kuwait, and certain others. And the Rockefeller Foundation, as usual, are also involved. Now, they do say that the views of the funding bodies have not influenced the content of this document. Well, it's true. The only reason that they say it doesn't really influence is because they're already on the same side anyway. They, they don't have to worry about, well, I'm going to give you this money. Make sure you say what I want you to say. They already know that they're going to say that anyway. So this document that come out, I'm going to give you the, the couple of key points of it and the reaction to how the governments are getting ready because as this came out, well, Boris Johnson government, Downing Street have now said that they will press ahead with the plans to introduce vaccine passports for nightclubs and other crowded indoor venues. Hmm. So before we start this, let's talk about the complete lack of logic during the whole scheme. Vaccine passports do not do anything. They don't help anybody. They don't help to. They don't help to stop the spread of any airborne virus. Uh, if you have the vaccine, you can still catch and you can still give the virus to other people. So that's the basic logic of how this is supposed to be working. But considering that there are a number of points, one is Section Seven, which is on national governance considerations. Now they do say that uh, the member states, of course, we call them member states of WHO, um, it will be the responsibility of the member states to determine the most appropriate governance mechanism for its context. Now, part of this document is, uh, is very uh, tech and data driven in terms of how the civil servants of each country, essentially, and bureaucrats can implement it and all the government departments. And the rest of it is uh, on the agenda and how you should be actually dealing with it they say <clears throat> that we are just giving it the direction with a very very specific model but we're going to give it the direction each government is up to you how far you want to take it now this is going to create a bit of a problem but who and bill gates will get away with it because for example state of kuwait could go completely mental and just like china with the credit score and on the other hand maybe denmark will go slightly softer so if it goes bad and people in Kuwait, you know, kick off and start protesting, then WHO say, well, it wasn't our fault. We just gave you the direction. 
it's your government that made it worse. So that's the first loophole that they have to make sure that they, you know, they don't really get the whole blame. <clears throat> now there's a section that says, uh, <laughs> they actually admit in this context of scientific uncertainty, uh, use of the DDCC, the whole obviously vaccine passport, as a health pass based solely on individual vaccination status may increase the risk of disease spread. So yeah, because... <laughs> and if you do the tests and you know, get positive and negative, the cases will go up because... Well, it should be going up because you, even if you have the vaccine, you can still catch the airborne virus and you can still you know, spread it around. What the vaccine is supposed to be doing, essentially, technically, is to bring down the severity of the illness and to stop some people from dying. Uh, but not really stop you from catching it or carrying it. That doesn't work with any uh, of those viruses. Well, it's just, even with the flu, you can catch it, you can still carry it, and you can still give it to people, but you won't really have any symptoms. Now, no one's really also talking about the other parts of the immunity and the immune system in this anyway. It's all very, very structured, this whole idea. But very, very tiny sentence in the middle of it, they mentioned this. So luckily I found it to show to you that they admit that the uncertainty is still there. And I don't really know exactly what's going to happen. Now, section eight, <clears throat> it's on the, the type of implementation. Now, governments, getting big governments, nanny state, big brother. They've given two directions, two options. So considering they say that we're just going to give you the direction, not the policy. Well, why is it they only give them two main options? Short-term solution and long-term solution. Now, short-term is essentially... You deploy a, um, a short-term solution to address the immediate need of the pandemic, and then you just stop it after you know a couple of months. Then the long-term solution is you know to address the immediate needs of the pandemic, but also to build a digital health infrastructure that can be a foundation for digital vaccination certificates beyond COVID-19. Now. This will include digital home-based records for childhood, immunizations, and everything else. So this is just the foundation, the infrastructure <clears throat> for digitalization of governmental health records. This is basically the beginning of what China has been doing with the credit score system and things like that. Uh, we're just slightly late to the game. Our governments are becoming dictatorial, but... They're becoming after following China's footsteps, interesting enough. So be worried. Don't be completely like freak out <clears throat> in a kind of crazy sense of a there are puppet masters completely telling us what to do. No, no, it's not some sort of Bond villain. There are villains. They're not that competent uh, because they can't even control their own uh, programs. They can't really control the minds of the public. They try their best using the mainstream media platforms to manipulate, to scare people. But in reality, people should be free. And also, both sides need to calm down. Pro-mask, anti-mask. Pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine. Stop attacking the individuals. If you see someone who doesn't take the vaccine, just don't hang out with them. If you see someone who's taken the vaccine, why would you attack them? If you see someone who's wearing a mask, let them wear a mask. If you see someone who's not wearing a mask and you're worried... Don't go near them. It's very simple. Uh, people should stop attacking each other. We should focus on the actual governments and actual people, the systemic issue that we have. And that I wouldn't bring everyone together uh, on this site using our campaign, using our movement, using this channel to make sure that whatever differences we have on lockdown, on COVID, on all these measures, we know that we have a common goal. There are bigger problems out there. So let's all get together 
whether you're pro anti-face mask and the guy next to you is or isn't, we have bigger problems to deal with. It's these guys. Now, the reason I say they're following China's footsteps is <clears throat> all this stuff that happens in China comes from compassion. So China banned uh, under 18s from playing online video games for more than an hour a day. I think they only do uh, three days a week, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, so three hours. Now, when you read that as a Westerner, as a pro-freedom lover, you say, well, that's slightly crazy. That's dictatorial. Whoa, these are big, big evil people in charge of the Chinese government. Well, from their perspective, you know what they say? They sell the policy as we are the nanny state. We know better for the sake of your health and your well-being and society that we have. We're going to introduce this measure. Does that remind you of anything? Maxim passport, digitalization of health records. It's all in the interest of public health. It always starts from here. Now, those people who are so soft with, ah, oh, it's just a vaccine passport, it's fine, because the government said it's for a good reason. China said the same about video games. China said the same about their credit score, that they have social credit score. China said about when they banned having second kids. So it's all in good intention. It's for the good of society. Doesn't mean it's a good idea. Now, Bill Gates, <clears throat> who has, you know, his foundation partly funded that document and the whole of the project for WHO, um, his foundation also helped raise China's voice of governance in Africa. Now, this is <clears throat> another perfect example of these globalists lobbying each other. Uh, Chinese medical agencies and all the other firms, the big pharma in China, of course, they wanted to have influence in Africa because they knew there's a big market there for medicine. And so, of course, they used Bill Gates Foundation to uh, raise their voice and platform. They do not think, they don't really care about ordinary people. <clears throat> they simply go with what the opportunity is there for themselves, people like Bill Gates. And, of course, they always come to you and say, well, we're doing it because we care about you. Do they really? Do they really? Just as a reminder, let's watch this guy again. What we learnt from this climate, this uh, COVID crisis, we will be applying to the climate crisis, to the housing crisis, to reconciliation. Yeah, it's good to remind ourselves every now and then exactly what these people are doing. Now, it would be funny if Justin Trudeau actually loses the election because, you know, it happens when you get too arrogant and you think that you can't really be beaten. So good luck, Justin. Uh, also, guys, as I promised, uh, I have put it in the description. We got our survey for the Maya Tusi's UK tour. Uh, so uh, just click on the link in the description. Just one question, pick one of the cities on the list. <clears throat> and this is the first wave. Uh, just pick up the, well, the city that's either where you live in or the nearest city to you. Uh, we'll see, obviously, who gets the obviously highest number. Of course, we know that London might get, but we're just going to ignore that. We're going to go with also the non-London one as well. Uh, and then we'll just go from the top of the list and the places that uh, are more, more attractive uh, for you guys to attend. I'm going to organize my tour from September. Uh, these will be free of charge for you guys because you guys are supporters and members of the channel. So no tickets for you to be obviously asked for to be paid. Uh, so uh, definitely check out the link in the description. Uh, do uh, take part in a survey. Otherwise, I wouldn't know exactly where you guys are best based. So uh, definitely do that. And uh, I will come to you guys tomorrow with a lot of new updates, especially on a vaccine passport.